0: Welcome to the Beautiful Step Podcast, where we run, stomp, tiptoe, and
1: tango into the confusing, but beautiful, world of togetherness. We are your hosts, Chris and Charity. Now, let's go make our together even even better. You're starting by laughing.
0: Well, what are you laughing at? My hat? No, I like your hat, and you've got a nice. Do they call it a cardi? Is no, that the it's short not name? a
1: cardi. That's chickish. It's a smoking jacket. It's a dude's thing.
0: Check it out. Oh, it is a smoking cool? jacket. That's so nice. It's a
1: Scotch and soda. I paid full price for this. Oh, wow. I usually. <laughs> I, I
0: like how you clarified if you paid full I'm price. I'm being you right now. I know. Every I really time I comp- every
1: time I compliment you on something that you're wearing, anyone compliments <laughs> you, you say, "Oh, I." You tell them
0: the price. I'm like TJ Maxx, ten dollars. You can go down and get one yourself.
1: I wouldn't do that.
0: It's my inner sales. But I'm you're not, like, I paid full price for scotch and soda.
1: Well, it, it just shows commitment. Oh it shows it shows a lot about values <laughs> and you know what you a lot about values <laughs> and you know what you so if a person bring something beautiful into the world that they've created, such as a Scotch and Soda smoking jacket. <laughs> I want to affirm them in that by paying full price. I, like, I don't go to TJ Maxx. I right, like and, where you and took this. Perpetuate the sweatshops of the world.
0: Oh, period. as if Scotch and Soda isn't using sweatshops. You know where this is made? Do you know where this is made? India.
1: <laughs> There's no, oh. oh, it's true, babe. Okay,
0: but I do like it and you do look cute. Every podcast,
1: every podcast, you start with what I'm wearing. So That's I figured I a, would start with what I'm wearing. Today. It's because you're a fashionista. Fashionistor. Is
0: is that the male you're bringing version? You bring a
1: Spanish in? You want to bring some Spanish that,
0: in? Is that the male version of a fashionista?
1: <laughs> El fashionistor.
0: <laughs> well, you're
1: one of those. Okay. Talk to me, babe. We where are were, we what we are you, were where?
0: laughing the other night because somebody we know and was posting this social media post, you know, all about the craziness of their life and their family's life. And this is always the case with this group of people. There's a certain like, level of crazy. There that always is happening. always a level of chaos that's like, mm. and it's always blasted to the world, right? Like, and ah. I always find it funny because these same people who are willing to blast other people on social media are the same people that will do these cr- cryptic posts like remember the guy in the neighborhood who was like the pool the pool guy
1: the pool guy (laughs) i was like i don't i mean i don't frequent social media as much as i should i need to Get my virtual self going. But this one was hilarious.
0: Oh, yeah. The pool was down for maintenance and everybody in the neighborhood was kind of upset because it was a summertime and it was hot. And then and these are memberships to the pool. Yeah. Right. And so but everybody's having pity on the people <laughs> in the pool who are also part of the neighborhood. So bad. And so this guy starts posting like stuff about like, don't you hate it when you pay a membership that you can't use? Right. And, and, your, then, and your kids are bored
1: all summer.
0: <laughs> it's like, dude, what are you? And then everybody's like, just be honest and say that you're mad that they're not, the pool's not open. And he's Email like, the pool. I
1: know. Okay. Just email no, or call Bev.
0: He, he took it to the grave. He took it to the grave. He was like, no, no. I'm not necessarily talking about the pool. I'm talking about any time that <laughs> I'm, <laughs> any time I'm paying oh. for stuff that I don't get to use. I'm mad. And then people kept, and he just would not actually It's not it. the pool. I yeah, swear it's not. But it's like this weird passive aggressive ish where you're like, "Well, I'm gonna Ugh. throw it out there and try to throw somebody under the bus." But what it does is, it's like those kind of people mm. are a trigger for me because I'm like, "Ah, no, no, you're chaos, dude," and I'm allergic to chaos.
1: The chaos thing. Okay, so here's here's chaos. I was talking to Lonnie because we talk, and Lonnie Ridgeway is one of my favorite people in the world. I like to
0: hear his voice. Oh. it's <laughs> he like he sends you these. He tells me he's like messages. financial or relational or spiritual. So like, and it's like- not good chaos. It's not like good busyness, like good stuff is happening. And so it's keeping you busy. It's like chaos, like. Man, you just got a bunch of lame stuff happening all the time. Yeah,
1: horrible stuff. Drama. Yeah, like Drama. whether it's abuse or debt or, you know, on, on and on. And so what he was saying is like, there's that physical world of, of chaos. Yeah. And that it's always manifest in most people's life. And it's just an indication of that inner chaos that's going on inside their
0: spirit. All the external things. Isn't that
1: good? Like I was yeah. like, dude, such a great point. Like yeah. if you have
0: that inner chaos, yeah, you're not going to have outer order. <laughs> no. In fact, you know, what's so interesting, like, you know, so we, I'm a state farm agent. So one of the things that's interesting is like, we know that when somebody's going through a divorce, when we start to do things like change their name and their address and they're telling us they're getting divorced, we already know the actuarial data says this person is now much more likely, two and three times more likely to get in an accident in the next couple of months. That's because crazy. Because their mind is in disorder because everything's chaotic and they're what? worried and they That's got stress so happening. Crazy. And so we know that their are external things like their driving patterns and them paying attention while driving and them spacing out or them being tired. So do you guys hike their rates as soon as they get a Absolutely. No, but it is a thing. It is a thing like, and we know like once one accident happens, we know there's like more to follow because it usually There's chaos.
1: Wow, Mm -hmm. that's crazy. Yeah. So okay. So I'm a religion major. Yeah. And I've been really enjoying comparative religion. Mm -hmm. And to this week or over the next couple of weeks, we're talking Hinduism. Yeah. And it's fascinating. By the way, if you've never looked into Hinduism...
0: Beautiful religion. It really is. Yeah,
1: It's like, this is so cool. There's so many cool things. It's
0: actually less... of Would you say it's less of a religion and more of a philosophy? There's many
1: types and there's so much to Hinduism that... You could call it a monotheistic, which means like a one God religion because there is Krishna. But that's just a certain sect of Hindus because there's also polytheists. So, so, you know, like you have that lady with all the arms and stuff. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) like, And and then you have all these different gods. So it's polytheism. So there's different gods. But depending on like kind of how you view Hinduism, some Hindus are atheists. They're just fully human. So it's just this weird, not weird. I'm sorry. That's wrong. It's just this, there's the breadth of...
0: It's really vast. And depth of
1: of spirituality within what we call Hinduism today that's really fascinating. Anyway, one of the things that is sort of constant through Hinduism is this idea that they don't pit good against evil. They don't show you a dichotomy of like, these are good people and these are evil people. Ah. This is a good deed. This is an evil deed. What they do is they say, they, they pit chaos against order.
0: Ooh, I like that. Isn't
1: that kind of cool?
0: That's a really cool It's not so
1: much that your actions are good or they're evil. They're either chaotic or they're orderly. And they have this idea that everyone knows About sort of this cosmic duty that they have to fulfill. It's, I mean, you would call it like the conscience or something like this. Like, you would call it like, you know, like everyone knows kind of good and bad or chaos and order. They call it dharma. And the opposite of dharma is the good. Dharma is like your sacred duty. Like, you just kind of know you're not supposed to kill people. You just kind of know that you're not supposed to cheat on your wife. You know, you just know these things. Mm -hmm. That's sort of, that's dharma, right? Okay. And then you have, Adharma, A, it's basically an A before dharma, Mm -hmm. adharma, however you want to say it. And that is when you just act in chaos and you're acting against sort of that sacred- What you know to be kind of- Right. And so- where, your, your duty in life, right? I know I'm getting nerdy, but then there's karma. Everyone knows. Like I don't want to do that because somebody got bad. Yeah. karma. and karma is that.
0: Karma is a bitch.
1: <laughs> yeah, I met her.
0: <laughs> it's
1: not good. No, but there's karma, and that is the interplay between that that dharma, the cosmic duty, and the physical world. Right? Ooh, and so, so it's the actions, right? And dharma keeps, or excuse me, karma kind of keeps pushing you towards your sacred duty, your dharma, your dharma. So yeah.
0: Karma is pushing you towards
1: your dharma. Right. Don't do your dharma, baby. You're going to get some karma. <laughs> I love it. It's like these people were rappers. It's just this. <laughs> anyway, all of that to say, I thought it was super important that what a different shift because you have good and evil is such a Western construct. It's such, it, mm-hmm. I mean, Islam, Judaism, Christianity yep. is like, You know, there's good people and there's bad people. There's Western thought. Yep. And what I've been doing lately, I think over the last year, I have been like, well, I don't think it's even over the last year. I think up until very recently, I've been like, I think those people are evil. Like generally talking about- Categories and- Yeah. Talking about people who are like just bad people. You know what I mean? Like those are bad.
0: Which by saying that you mean people you don't like- (laughs)
1: Kind of, but then also people who have either crossed me or hurt me or they just always seem to like, you know, like I've always said, like, if someone loves you and they see that you're weak, they're going to build you up. If someone either... Yeah, is contemptuous of you, or is jealous of you, and they see you weak. They're going to kick you while you're down. Yeah. Like, and those people mm-hmm. are the people who are like, sort of, I would say, those are evil people. Those right.
0: Yeah. Bad people. I've I've heard you use that, and, and I've used that phrase. Yeah. Exactly.
1: And Hinduism comes in and goes like smacks me across the you know head and goes, look, it's not so much that they're good or bad; it's that they just live in full-on chaos. Mm. Those are chaotic people that don't they're just denying the order of, you know, how things are going to go well. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah,
0: totally. I thought that was
1: a really interesting
0: way. I like that a lot because what it does for me is it is more accurate. I feel like it's a more, it's a more truthful statement because. It seems more fair. Yeah, it's more fair, but even without the whole like, hey, this is the more PC way to view people. I actually think it's more accurate because for me, no one is, Intrinsically evil. I don't believe where it's like. I know. There. I've met very few people that I'm like they're actually evil to the core. I mean, I could probably list three in my life where I've been like. Yeah, and I know.
1: I know those three people, and I would say, yeah, they're evil.
0: <laughs> but, but in general, I would say most people like what we're talking about is like you just have some people who like can't get out of this chaos cycle, and it's making them do stupid stuff all the time, right? Or be a part of relationships that are just yeah terrible or you know, not be successful with their money or their time or their, you know, their relationships are out of order, all that other kind of stuff. And it doesn't necessarily make them good or bad. It makes them chaotic or not chaotic. So exactly. I feel like it's a more accurate assessment of what we're talking about.
1: Uh, yeah. I would add to it like this. Like, look, if your life is in chaos, you're in a darker place than you think. Yes. It's so true. And, and so that's my thing is like, I'm, I'm like, well, how chaotic is my life? Or how chaotic is your life? Or like, if I'm in like, cause there's times when I feel like things are chaotic and then how do I get myself out and all that, you know, like.
0: Yeah. And there's seasons of chaos where you're like, why does everything seem so chaotic right now? And it usually re- revolves around like a confusion about where you're supposed to be going next. Of course. Or like you talked about external things impacting your internal controls.
1: Right. Okay. So if, we, hold on. If we do this thing where it's like, well, the right way to live is orderly. The wrong way to live is chaotic. I mean, how do you do the order thing? How do you keep your life in order, Charity?
0: Well, I... You talked about internal and external controls. Yeah. I think in order for me to feel in control, Mm -hmm. I have to first order my external life. So I'm just going to give you an example. If I wake up and go down the stairs and the house is a mess because we were retired and we had too much wine and we didn't clean up the dishes or whatever i start the day off feeling chaotic like ah like i don't get to sit like for some reason there's something in me that really can't relax which actually affects all of my thinking
1: it affects me too because you're mean (laughs) (laughs) you're not mean you're just like
0: busy. Yeah. I just just get chaotic actually. I mean, that's the perfect. I can
1: tell you're off and I'm like, Oh, it's not
0: again. It's not mean or unmean. It's just like all of a sudden charity's like got a little chip on her. She's evil
1: this morning. Everyone watch out.
0: (laughs) She's a little chaotic. You're just chaotic. And what I'm not saying is like, Oh, everything has to be perfectly in order all the time. What I'm saying is like, I recognize that there are certain things that kind of trigger inner chaos for me. One of them Mm. is like if I go to my office and it's a mess or I've got all these unanswered emails that I haven't paid attention to for a couple of days, which I don't ever allow myself to do because actually for me, it's much easier if I manage those all along the way so that I never feel really out of control. You're the
1: only person in the world that can do that.
0: No, no. Are there other people like you? Yes, I'm sure there are. Uh-uh. But what I'm getting at is, for me, I manage internal the way I internally feel about chaos by first managing external controls. So if you
1: manage your external
0: life, mm-hmm. if you order that. Like I feel
1: your inner life will follow.
0: Yes, like oh, I feel much more peaceful. What a,
1: that's so different. I <laughs> than me. It is. I think
0: I feel peaceful if I sit down. If I'm feeling confused, if I can sit down and make a list and a schedule and order my external life, then everything internal. Okay.
1: Will okay. Stop. Because for me, I'm like, if I sit down and make a list or I'm like, you know, if I, if I look at the hundred things that I have to do and I'm like, yay, <laughs> I'm going to go put those things in order so I can feel less chaotic. I'm like, that's not necessarily how I do it. Okay. I go like, for me, I have to get my inner world mm. in order before I can get my outer world in order. like How do you do that? Well, I have to do this whole thing where I'm like, I have to answer the question why. So it, I show up to my office, yeah, right? And I look at it and I'm like, okay, I know I have to clean this, mm-hmm. but I don't want to. And I'm kind of pissed about it. Mm-hmm. And I have a bad attitude and I can exist with it being messy. Like I'm like, yeah, no, I can totally, you know, cause creation is messy. Like mm. earth is messy. Yeah. Like, I get into this. <laughs> like, so what I have to do is in order for my outer world to be in order, mm. I have to order my inner world. Right. So I have to go like, what is the why here? Oh yeah, that's right. I need to get all of these things in order. Because I'm making this run of bags and you know, whatever the big picture is, mm-hmm. I have to have that in play in my mind up front before I can do any ordering of my external world. Yeah. For instance, like, you know, we've been talking about moving all the time, right? Yeah. And it's that whole thing of like, I don't want to pack all this stuff. Yeah. It's not going to make me feel any better to pack all this yeah. stuff. Right. And I whine and cry about it. I have to go like, okay, time out. The reason why are we doing this? Well, it's because we're going to go be with our grandkids because we're moving. Why is that good? Because that's dharma. That's the right thing to do with your life. That's what you want to do with Mm -hmm. your life. You know what I mean? Like it's that whole you have something to impart to them, right? Like, and so I get, I have to get that why in front of me quite often.
0: It's a rehearsal for me. I, I think what you're saying is, I'm hearing you say like, for you, the little step. That you would take the beautiful, the next beautiful step you would take yes. in a, in a, when you're feeling chaotic is to be rehearsing the why you're doing what you're doing to help you kind of figure out like what step you need. That's to do. how I pull
1: myself back in order. Okay. I find myself doing that quite a bit. I go, what are the things that I really love? Mm-hmm. You know, wait a minute. Why am I doing this yeah. again? What's the most important thing? Oh yeah, no, that's right. Right. You know, and so therefore I can employ that discipline.
0: Right. And for me, I don't go there. I'm like, okay, just charity. What's the next You know, for me, the next beautiful step is like, okay, what's going to make me feel a little better right now, which would be like, okay, I'm just going to clean out this one drawer. Then know what the next step is after that. And so I'm like, I'm keeping the bigger picture in mind, but I'm not rehearsing that as much. Here's the thing that you
1: are like a pit bull Mm. in that you don't don't ever really sort of second guess the big idea. Like once you make a decision, it's sort of already there.
0: It's it's because it's right, good, and true. It's the truth. If I've made the decision, it's the right decision. God has decided.
1: (laughs) Yes. I wonder if all of that, like all of your Christian upbringing has taught you to be like, this is what the Lord has said. Yeah. (laughs) Therefore, we're doing. And then all of your actions can just follow. Never get anything back Uh, on the table and you just Uh, follow along. mm -hmm. But I think that's a really cool. I think it's a really cool. Virtue of you,
0: it's probably it has a lot of shadow sides too. But it yeah. does,
1: and and for me, the shadow side is like I have to keep pulling that out in order to order my order my world. Like mm-hmm. I have to keep on be like, yeah, why are we doing this? Why are we doing this? But the good side for me too is like. I never end up brainwashed. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like kind of. Or
0: really headed down the wrong path for a long time. Because I'm
1: always reassessing like, wait a minute, why are we doing
0: this? Wait, right. a minute. Which kind of drives me crazy about you because I'm like, why are you keep asking why we're like, we know why we're doing this. Quit asking <laughs> the question.
1: But sometimes it comes in clutch. You're right. And so I guess
0: what I'm. What, it brings me back to center. Like, okay.
1: Yeah. And so, you know, to further this idea of of the Hindu way of looking at chaos and order mm-hmm. is they present this thing in the Bhagavad Gita, Ooh, which is one of, their sacred, a it's you... one of their sacred texts.
0: Okay. And they're Bhagavad 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 Gita Gita. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. It's pretty short. It's a really cool, we, I don't have time. Okay. I, I can't. Right? All right. I want to so bad, mm-hmm. but I can't. All right. But what they say in it is you, you, um, really shouldn't be focused okay. on the fruit of action mm. in order to develop, develop a discipline. You should not be weighing success or failure Okay. in order to bring a discipline into your life and bring order into your life and avoid chaos. You should not be attached to success or, for, or failure. You should just do the discipline.
0: Okay. So what I heard you say when you first started was that you should be less worried about the outcome of something and more concerned about the action. Right. Is that what you were saying? Yes. Okay. I totally agree with that completely. And what do you think they mean about like, don't worry about the success or failure of it? Okay.
1: Here's a way I think of it. Mm -hmm. Salespeople.
0: Okay. Well, totally right. I mean, mean, when I'm training, you know, staff to sell, it's not like you're saying, Hey, go out, Chris, go out and sell life insurance. Okay. But stop what
1: a, a person who comes to you to get a job. Yeah. Has a big picture in their mind. They're like, this is my career. Sure. This is what I'm going to do. And how do I do it? I'm going to make sales. And then you come along and do what?
0: I'm like, well, you don't think about the sales. Like, I mean, uh, that's great. There's a big picture that you're going to sell because that's how we all get paid.
1: But you say you're not trying to make a sale.
0: No, the point is that if I was going to train you, I would say, quit saying, I need to make a sale by the end of the day. That's not the objective because you actually can't control if you're going to make a sale by the end of the day. Okay, now we're getting into it. What you can control is your action, which is why I think- How many phone calls you can make. Right. What they're saying in this, you know, this- Go ahead, Bhagavad Um, Gita. Yeah, book. They're saying, (laughs) don't be as concerned about the outcome as yours, the action, which is, I think people get in chaos when they only look at the outcome and then they're like, all these external things are affecting the outcome and like all these things I can't control. And like, and so it's a bad goal when you can't control it. But what you can control is your action. So in a sales world, we say, don't worry about the sale at the end of the day. Don't worry about having that sale at the end of the day. Know that you need to make 10 calls and one of those will come in and be a sale. But if your only action that you can control is the 10 calls. So be worried about the action and not worried about the outcome because the outcome will come if you're actually doing something that gets you to the goal.
1: Right. And that is actually called discipline. Yes. It's actually called something. And the Hindus call it, they say the equanimity between success and failure or the impartiality between success and failure is discipline. Yes. That, and that's the thing. And so here, how does that jive or play into the whole idea of chaotic people?
0: Well, I think when you... Are always- they too
1: focused on like the big picture? So, okay. Yeah. Let me just ask you this. Yeah. Like, okay. So for instance, there's been people in your life, in my life too, where I'm like, okay, you need to quit that person. <laughs> For sure. Give me a break. (laughs) Block, block, block. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Like the first time that they didn't come home that night (laughs) when they said they would, deal breaker. Yeah. I mean,
0: mean, come on. But
1: maybe they're too focused on the big picture.
0: Right. Like he's going to end up being this wonderful, you know, (laughs) I know know I'll groom him into this wonderful person. They're attached
1: to the fruit.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Without... Actually, analyzing all of the disciplines, all of the actions, right. all of the small steps—would sure. you call it? It's like you're so chaoticness, chaotic people, Chao- chaos, chaos. Thank Whatever. you. Mm-hmm. Is is perpetuated when you stop looking at the little things that are making up the chaos?
1: That's what I'm
0: talking about. When you stop going like. Oh, you just look at the chaos and then you, you're focused on the chaos, which then you start to make decisions that cause more chaos because you're not actually looking you're at the things it. that led up to you're that. You're so
1: deeply in chaos. Right.
0: Which is why chaotic people perpetuate more chaos. And
1: they magnet to each
0: other. <laughs> <laughs> For they're attracted. It's the law of attraction. Chaos Attracts chaos chaos and
1: it attracts chaos, and so
0: breeds it and attracts it.
1: Yeah, I would say, like, if you're sitting back and like you know, shaking your head, your chaotic wife, Mm -hmm. go ahead, take a look at yourself.
0: (laughs) No, you're right. Am I right? Well, and I find you're a chaotic friends find chaotic friends, which comes
1: down to the point that you were making like, you don't let chaos or chaotic people into your life anymore
0: who's got time for that stuff not me well and beyond that i just don't want it in my life i literally and i've said this for years now i want to actually do everything i can to float through life and i don't mean that (laughs) (laughs) i don't mean the easiest
1: possible way no i
0: don't don't mean easiest because i do really hard things all the time you do i mean i want should we list
1: those right now oh
0: no i want (laughs) to float through life without tripping I don't want to be tripping all the time and cute. chaos and those roots, those underlying things that are always in there will cause you to trip and trip and trip and trip. And so I want a life where I'm like, no, I'm a void. I'm above the root trips. I like, love
1: it. So you just look at someone and you go, are you tripping? <laughs> if you're tripping, I ain't tripping with you. <laughs> Am I right?
0: That's so good. Isn't Did that you make good? a shirt out of
1: that? I ain't tripping. <laughs> I, I ain't tripping. tripping.
0: Which means I'm not hiking with you, yo.
1: I'm just slipping. <laughs> I ain't tripping. I am slipping. Oh,
0: are you going to break out into a beatbox? Yeah. Do it in the mic. <laughs> Something about tripping. I'm not a rapper. You were supposed to rap over there. <laughs> if you would
1: have gone we would have gone off. Oh. We would have gone off.
0: Really a TikTok sensation. I'm upset.
1: <laughs>
0: you know you're not married to that lady, right? I know. Why
1: are you tripping on me?
0: <laughs> okay, but back to I ain't tripping, point. I'm
1: slipping. You're so I mean it's true. People I'm floating.
0: people that are chaotic, and you know when somebody's chaotic, tons of gossip, tons of slander. Oh. Tons of like. Or they'll do that
1: that backhanded crap like on Facebook. Right. That's chaos, dude. Like if you can't just come out and be like, what's like, I don't like the pool management.
0: (laughs) You're a chaotic dude. And even then, why are you posting on social media? Go straight to the pool people and be like, I want my money back. That's what I said. Email Bev.
1: (laughs) She'll give you your money back. She's got plenty of money. I know her. She owns the pool.
0: (laughs) It's, It's an interesting thing because it's like people don't. They don't want to accept responsibility. It's, it's not orderly. It's, well, chaos does this weird thing. Hmm. I think because you're focused on external things and yeah. this like big picture it's really easy then to like stop asking the hard question. You get distracted. So you're like
1: "It's easier to maintain chaos than it is order.
0: And people are addicted to it. People in chaos are addicted to chaos. Cause chaos
1: kind of maintains itself, right? Like it just has this like, Oh, boom, boom. it's like fire. If
0: if you've got these relationships where it's drama all the time and you're like, bring some more of that
1: chaos over here. Yeah. You'll you'll actually
0: go find it. You'll go find it. You'll seek out the friends who like have more stuff to dish about somebody or they're so upset about this. And they're just the drama. Queens of the world, and it's like, dude, it's this
1: adrenaline rush of you're, chaos. Like
0: you're the person that is attracting chaos and perpetuating chaos. And if you're like that, just know that it will affect everything internally and externally. And that's
1: what you were saying. Like when you start, you're like, I'm quitting some people. You know, I'm can't deal breaking people. I'm, I'm like, bre- that's yeah. a deal breaker. Yeah.
0: That's a deal breaker.
1: But I think you're right. I think you could, I think it's a healthy thing. In my humble opinion, I think it's a healthy thing to be able to go, yeah, that right there, Mm -hmm. that person is so in and addicted to chaos that it's just not healthy for me to be around that person. Right, And they're going to, you know, in my world, it's totally out of order. I don't want to deal with it. Once I bring that sort of chaos into my life, my life gets chaotic. Mm-hmm. And it, not, it seeps over,
0: man. Absolutely, it contaminates the ground. Right,
1: and that and that's what I'm saying is like I feel like it's there's a you know, I'm I guess I'm at a place in my life where, yes, I want to help people, but no, I'm not the answer man. Right, and there does come a there it just comes to a point where how how much and how far you let people in. Mm-hmm how much you're willing to go like, oh no, this isn't chaotic. This is perfectly normal and orderly.
0: This is totally normal. Yeah.
1: Like I'm just not willing to exist like that anymore.
0: No. And I think it's, it's a fallacy to think that chaos means somebody needs help.
1: Oh my goodness. Wait a second. Here's the other thing is It's so funny when sometimes when people are super chaotic, one way to like get out of it is to
0: ask for help. Or just seek counsel or- or seek counsel or
1: include people in your life. But what I find is so interesting is chaotic people don't really want an answer.
0: No, they're not really looking for help. Usually that's usually not the case. And you know, because when it's posed to them or when there's obvious answers around that could easily be sought out. Cause
1: I know that if, if I'm like depressed or something or super like down, I'm not looking for anyone to fix me. No. No. I'm looking to be honest with all of this, whatever I'm feeling, right? Right. And that's kind of like the chaotic people where they're, you know, when when they're addicted to chaos and they're really doing it, you know, they're in it.
0: And don't want to get out of it if they're they, not asking those harder questions.
1: And they don't really want to get out of it if they haven't brought in some advice, if they haven't been like, you know what, I, here are the things that I have to do. Here are the things that I have to put in order.
0: It's beyond the advice. Even it's like if they're not looking for the answer and implementing what needs to happen, then you know you're talking about somebody, or, or they're looking for advice from other people that are in chaos. And you're like, okay, you you're don't getting actually, people, yeah. you don't actually want to know the answer because you're asking the people that are getting it wrong.
1: You're getting people to agree with your craziness. yes, yes, and that happens so much. And then if you don't agree with their craziness, oh my goodness,
0: watch out because it's like a whirlwind. Yeah, yeah, they will like really. So you can gauge the people in your life by saying like, I don't know, I need to actually be honest with myself. They're not, I I need to stop excusing this as like, I need to still be friends with them or I need to still include them in my life because they need help. Well, actually, are they asking for your help? They don't want it. And, and is what you provide help or are you just part of the chaos? And I've been there before and yep. I know
1: exactly what that feels like. It's like, you're not really asking for help, which is why I'm like, there's a piece that I don't like or there's a thing I don't like to do in my life. And I don't like to ask for help when I'm asking questions. I don't necessarily want the answer Mm. sometimes, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, I love perspective and all that kind of thing. But like, I'm the kind of guy who's like, I can't really be told I have to be shown. Yes. Right. And my, some of my kids are like that. And my friends, some of my friends are like that. Other people are much wiser and they can just be told they don't have to be shown. More and more I can be told, but I would just say my sort of default is I have to be shown. So I would say this, another indication that someone's in chaos isn't just that they're not asking for answers and they're not asking for counsels. It's that they're not including anyone in a, they're just not including anyone in their life. For actual input. For actual input. Other than like answer people or like other chaotic people. Other chaotic people, right. that's what I'm saying. So I don't know it's necessarily like, I'm going to go out and just ask for the answer, you know, I'm not even sure if that's a real thing Mm -hmm. it, but I will say for sure if you're with someone or if someone is with someone who's just not including people like really including people in their life, they're going crazy. (laughs) (laughs)
0: well they're just it's more usually is breeding more chaos because when you're a state of chaos you oftentimes can't see even if the answer is there you're not seeing it that well because there's other things at play exactly so we have to kind of dissect it and say like oh we all need the supports that are in our lives right to to bring things to order right so how do you get out of
1: chaos well that's why i'm saying like for me the way that like when i start to edge into chaos like mm-hmm. when my 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 external world is kind of falling apart mm. or i realize oh my goodness i i don't really have any friends right now or mm. like you know whatever it is or like everything i have right now is broken my truck doesn't run my sewing machine is broke like you know what i mean i'm like yeah. this is tending towards chaos okay for me Mm-mm. the first thing that i have to do like i said earlier is i have to organize and order myself inwardly mhm I have to get the big picture. Like I have to get the why on the table. Yeah. and I have to go, wait a minute, why am I doing this? Mm -hmm. And then I have to like, what do I love? Mm -hmm. Like who do, it's really, who do I love? Mm -hmm. And that always plays a factor. Who do I love? You know, and that directs so much of my action. And then like the third thing for me really is that like, wait a minute, do I have like a vision for my life? Like, do I have like, oh no, this is because who I want to be? Like, this is yeah. who I want to become and what I want to accomplish. Oh yeah, that's right. I'm working on becoming a bag designer. So therefore I do have to have a car that runs so that I can go to the store.
0: Like, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah.
1: For me, that's, that's like, if I can get my place, that, that gets me back to like, and not only that, I would say another thing is, and this, I don't know, it may come off right or wrong or chaotic or orderly, but I have to rehearse the fact that I'm not special. But I am really special. Hmm. So there's this weird thing of like life's rules and mishaps and weird things that happen and bad things that happen happen to me. Right. But they happen to me for really special reasons. Mm. For really important reasons.
0: And do you at the same time acknowledge that they happen to everyone? that's what I'm saying. I'm not special. Right.
1: Everybody has this. Mm -hmm. Everyone has the struggle. Everyone has to go through these things.
0: Everyone has times
1: of chaos. Right. And, but if I thought I was special in that, Mm -hmm. or I was singled out in that, Mm -hmm. I would have never, like, I would never do anything. I'd be like, Oh yeah, that's right. I'm an evil person and I'm being punished or, Mm -hmm. Oh, that's right. Like the, I have the worst luck in the world, whatever that is. It's like, no, I'm not special. Right. But I am really special
0: and you're saying you are really special. I really like this, but I think what you're saying is you're really special because I have a sacred duty. I have a, there's something that you, that this is guiding you towards all this. I have people that I
1: have to love. I have people that I have to inspire. Like I have some beauty that I have to bring into the world. There's something that Chris Connery was born to do to bring into the world. And sometimes I have glimpses of that. And sometimes I get to do that, you know? Yeah. And that's where like, I have to go there. Like if I can't do that, kind of often
0: I tend towards chaos. And so I make stupid decisions. I think that's why, like maybe some people are really prone to do reduce chaos by like meditation and prayer Oh and you know, certain, certain forms of exercise or
1: don't you think it's true with you or like, what do you do to get out of chaos?
0: I would say that I work a little bit differently in that, I don't tend to, I mean, I will meditate and things like that, but really those aren't the things that actually make me peaceful. The things that make me peaceful are the small actions that order my external life. I would totally attest to that. And so... And I am very thankful for that. You just do, you got to do what works for you, but you have to know how you operate and pick kind of one or the other and say like okay, I understand that I'm feeling angst right now. I'm feeling anxiety. I feel chaotic. I feel confused. Right. What's the th- What are the small steps I could be taking right now to get myself out of that? Whether that's you're like me and you need to start ordering some external things, bringing some disciplines. In. I love that because that does bring it down to like, I can do this. Right. Sure. Or you're like you and you go, okay, I probably need to sit down and or tell myself right now why I'm doing this, why, who do I love, what this is affecting, and that'll help me make some steps forward. But either way... I really like this concept. I love this concept of forgetting the moralization of good and evil and classifying people into those categories, but rather saying we all have these elements of chaos and not chaos and chaos and
1: order, chaos
0: and order. And And sometimes some people are more prone and you have to decide if you want those kind of people in your life. And when you see elements of chaos in your own life, you have to go, what am I going to do to get out of this? I
1: would, I would much prefer to be order. Live in order.
0: Absolutely, that's I, that floating through life thing. I love. Like that. I'm gonna float through life, and I'm gonna trip as little as possible.
1: Don't be tripping. I will say though, I the thing that rings true is you have to have a little of both, but you're gonna lean towards one or the other, right? Like you have to always keep big picture. I mean, because you you're a big.
0: You're talking about like you're uh, a big picture gal. How you get out of chaos?
1: <laughs> yes, when we're talking about how to get out. What of you chaos. control? Exactly. Mm-hmm. What you control. Like you're a big picture kind of chick.
0: Yes. You like that? A big picture chick. Is it's, that bad? No, it sounds weird. I, it was, I don't know. It's cute.
1: It didn't. Okay. <laughs> but you are, your big picture. Visionary for sure. But you do tend towards like, I know exactly the 50 things I have to do tonight before I can get
0: there. I'm an implementer more than anything else. I have vision, Ooh, but like I'm an that. implementer yeah. at the core of who I
1: am. And I think the core of who I am is like, I'm a visionary.
0: Like, you're much more of a dreamer than an implementer, which is yeah. awesome. Like I so appreciate that about you because you'll see dreams much differently than I will. Right. And I think in turn it makes you kind of dream bigger in general than I do. But yeah, it's just different.
1: But but I guess the point is you have to have a you have to have both, mm-hmm. and you're going to tend towards one or the other.
0: Yes, and and a life of order is going to get you a lot farther and going to be a lot more peaceful life. then a life of watch out for chaos don't be tripping right don't be tripping tripping. awesome okay wait babe (laughs) babe wait (laughs) how do we end this by saying thank you
1: okay you guys are awesome thank you there's nothing more encouraging than you hitting that like button and commenting
0: And don't forget to subscribe.
1: And I know there's more. You have a list. Might as well go down the list.
0: Right. Okay. Watch the video of this podcast on our Beautiful Step YouTube channel or on our website where you can actually download transcripts and show notes of the episode. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram.
1: If today's episode made your together even better, tell someone.
0: Okay. Now. Right now. Today. Okay. You can take one step. It's just one step toward the beautiful relationship you want in your life.
1: You got this.